Okay, thank you for joining. Sorry, it's been a while. Appreciate uh, some of you still remembering me. Looks like maybe we lost some people. All right. We are in chapter five in the section on tefillah. So last time, a few weeks ago, if you remember, we spoke about the idea of being misabel al-Khorban, mourning destruction of the base Amigdash. And now we'll talk about the counterpart of that, and that is awaiting the, the ge'ula. One of the questions that a person's asked after 120, the Gemara says in the Shabbos, a few questions a person's asked, and one of them is, see, peace of the Yeshua, did you hope, did you await the Yeshua, the salvation, did you await the Geula. There's an amazing Radvaz, and the Radvaz says the following. Maybe a little introduction. Maybe you've heard the famous MBD song that they play like at the end of some events, you know, which which goes along. Um, you know, I'm trying to remember how it goes exactly. But Aaron and his children will be there to greet us. So or Yaakov and his children will be there to greet us. So the, what does that mean? That Maisha Rabbeinu Aaron will be there to greet us. So that idea is found in our, in our advaz that there'll be two stages of Tchiyas HaMesim. There'll be one stage of Tchiyas HaMesim by the time of Mashiach, that uh, the highest level of Tzadikim will be Zochet Tchiyas HaMesim by the times of Mashiach. And usually we think that there'll be Mashiach. And then, you know, after the time of Mashiach, there'll be Tchiyas HaMesim. But the Radvaz says something amazing. He says there'll be a Tchiyas HaMesim at the time of Mashiach. So already in the times of Mashiach, there'll be some really incredible events, the Tzaddikim coming back to life. And then there's going to be a second Tchiyas HaMesim after the time of Mashiach, before the next world, before the Olam Haba. There'll be a, a destruction of this world. As we know it, there'll be a new world. In that new world, there'll be a second Tchiyas HaMesim. So the Ritva the, the says in Mesafas Tainus, who are the ones that will merit the first to be part of the first Chiyas HaMesim. Who are considered the Tzaddikim that will merit the first Chiyas HaMesim? The Ritva says, those who anticipate the Geula. And perhaps we could explain that as follows. You've been awaiting Mashiach. You've been davening for Mashiach. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says that I'm going to give you the schus of seeing Mashiach. Because otherwise, uh, the if a person only gets a second Tchiyas HaMesim, they will miss the time of Mashiach. So anticipating the time of Mashiach, that Geula, the person Zaycha, the Ritva says, to be part of that first uh, Tchiyas HaMesim. What are we anticipating? What are we looking forward to with the coming of Mashiach? Maybe we can add a question that really... Uh, it would seem that maybe Mashiach is something that we would, should hesitate to want. The Gemara says in Sukkah, when Mashiach comes, the Yetzirah is going to be destroyed. 
Certainly when Mashiach comes, there'll be a clarity that Hashem is true, the Torah is true, our Yitzhara will, will not exist, we're very small, so we're losing our opportunity. You know, why are we in this world? Why didn't Hashem just give us straight Olam Haba? We're in this world to overcome our challenges. We're in this world to see through the darkness, to believe in HaKadosh Baruch, to believe in Hashem, and overcome our difficulty, overcome our pain, our challenges. Mashiach comes, as we quoted the Chavitz Chaim a number of times, Mashiach comes when there's Geula, there's no pain, there's no suffering, people will be healed, people will see HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, the Shechina, the Beis HaMikdash, so why is that something we want? Why is it something we want? Why would we want to give up the opportunity we have nowadays, um, which is to earn ourselves olam haba? So there, there are really um, a few answers. The simple answer, Chavitz um, Chaim says, I saw Rabbi Kron brings it in his Sefer on Tefillah. The Chavitz Chaim says, that it's true. Mashiach is not good for you. Mashiach is not good for the individual. Mashiach is good, so to say, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for Hashem. So it's a great sacrifice, really. Great sacrifice that we daven for Mashiach and we await Mashiach. We're putting Hashem above us. We want HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shechina to be revealed. We say in Aleinu, a most beautiful tefillah, to establish the world with Hashem's kingdom. Everyone will call out your name. We're not asking for ourselves. For ourselves, we could argue that Mashiach um, is, is damaging. But we're asking for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for Hashem's honor, we're davening for Mashiach. Okay, honestly, that is a certain that is a high level where a person cares, concerns himself with Akkadish Baruch's honor and puts aside their own invested interests. Another idea that we could all relate to is that when Mashiach comes, all the suffering will, will cease to exist. And we all have our challenges. But if not for ourselves, because for ourselves, maybe we say we'd rather fight the challenges, we want to earn Olam Haba, but what about for my people, what about for the people I know? What about for my fellow members of Kalal Yisra? There's so many people suffering, there's so many people in pain, there's so many people that are not connected to Taira, they're not connected to Hashem. So for their sake, Chesed, for their sake, for me, maybe I wouldn't have chosen Mashiach. But for the sake of Klal Yisrael, for the sake of other people, for them, I daven for Mashiach. And once again, I'm putting aside my own interest for the interests of others. So really, there's a selflessness in davening and hoping for Mashiach. Not, not so simple. Not so simple. But I want to give you a little bit of comfort, makes me feel a little better. And that is, I want to argue, I want to say that we'll be safe. 
we don't have to worry about the fact that we are, so to say, losing out from our challenges. We'll give a give a mashal. If you know, if you know there's a certain city, certain place, where in that place you'll be safe from the Eight Sahara. You want to move to a Eretz Yisrael, to a holy, holy neighborhood where there's no uh, internet and there's no no uh, other types of problems. And you move there and you set yourself aside from the challenges, from many of the challenges. So are you going to get reward? Are you going to get schar? Well, you know, you'll get schar from moving there, maybe. But are you going to get schar? Um, you didn't. You didn't really do much because it's easy once you're in that situation. Again, theoretical. Once you're in that situation, um, it's easy. But of course, of course, you're going to get schar. You're going to get reward, and you can get reward for all the years of of kedusha, even though it was easy. Because who chose? Who chose to be in that situation of kedusha? Who chose to live in that? in that neighborhood, who chose to be in that environment? You did. Your Bechira, your choice to put yourself in that situation. So you're a partner, you get credit. You get credit for that. So we could suggest simply as follows. If we do not daven for Mashiach, which we do every day in Shimon Esri, but maybe we space out and we don't pay enough attention. We don't pay enough attention. You know, I like to say that we take a express train from after Baruch Aleinu until Shema Aleinu. There's an express train we take because Rafa'inu, unfortunately, we relate to Baruch Aleinu, we relate to Slachlanu, we relate to. But then, Tkabashai for Gadol, you know, Binyan Yushalayim, we don't connect as much to. And therefore, we don't put our efforts as we should, into those tefillos. The Chavitz Chaim says, Amasho, the Chavitz Chaim says that when a person, you know, glosses over the, those parts of Shmon Esrei, he says, Amasho. And he says there was a, the following story that allegedly happened, that during the Russian Revolution, the Tsar, Tsar Nicholas, was captured and imprisoned, and they told him he could make one, one request. So he said, you know, you know what I want? I want some more potatoes for supper. I don't get enough potatoes in prison. I want some more potatoes. And of course, the request was laughed upon. <coughs> if they're giving you one request, so ask to be freed. Don't ask for more potatoes. The Chavitz Chaim says that we, we ask for a little more money, some some healing. We ask we're asking Hashem for a little more potatoes, which maybe we have to do. But how do we skip over the, the rest of Shmonasra? Where we're asking not just for a few more potatoes, we're asking to get out of jail. We're asking to get out of the darkness, to get out of the situations of challenges that we live in today without the Gula, without the Shrina. So we certainly want to focus on these brachos. So what happens? If we daven, so at the very least, we're davening right now together. If we daven, that Mashiach should come. And which means that we are partners now in the bringing of Mashiach. 
I'm not exaggerating. The, the Mabit explains, the Mabit says, a person thinks, why should I daven for Mashiach to come? The Chavitz Chaim davened, Mashiach didn't come. Rabbi Kivager davened, Mashiach didn't come. Rashi davened, Mashiach didn't come. So many tzaddikim have lived and davened with a lot more concentration for Mashiach. So how is it that my tefillah can bring Mashiach? And the Mabit says that it's, tr- it's true. You alone, your tefillahs may not be stronger than the Chavitz Chaim, Rikiveger, the Sam Sofer. But their tefillahs were not wasted. Those, those, those tefillahs are there. And when we daven, we're adding on. We're adding on to those tefillahs. We're adding on to that pile. And we're bringing those tefillahs to the top. And Bezus Hashem, soon, it's going to hit the top. And Mashiach's going to come. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu will say, you and I helped bring Mashiach. You and I helped bring Mashiach. So it comes out, it comes out that when Mashiach does come, and we'll say, well, well now, you know, everyone recognizes Hashem. It's easy for me. I'm not getting reward. But we want to argue, we want to suggest, you'll still get reward. Because why are you in that situation of Mashiach? Why are you in this situation that you don't have the Yitzhara? Why are you in the situation where you're so excited to learn and to daven and connect to Hashem? Because you brought yourself to Mashiach. It wasn't just Mashiach came. You helped make it happen. You put yourself in that situation. So if we don't daven for Mashiach and we're not, we don't have a partnership in it, so then maybe we're, we're in trouble. But if we could be partners in the coming of Mashiach, we could daven for Mashiach. So then I think we're in good shape. We're in good shape because we have a schos. And not only that, we'll add, not only do you have the schos when you daven for Mashiach, you don't only have the schos that you brought yourself to that level, but you have the schos of all the people, of all Klal Yisrael, all the whole entire world that now recognizes HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You're a partner in bringing out Hashem's honor. You did the greatest thing you could have ever done. The greatest accomplishment that we ever may accomplish in our lives, arguably, is our davening for Mashiach. We learn a little Torah. I mean, it's it's huge. We we do tzedakah. It's huge. But if you could partner in the greatest project of all time, you could partner in the greatest revelation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu of all time, that may be the greatest thing that we ever do in our lives every single day. We're diving for Mashiach. We're helping build the third base of Migdash. That may be the greatest thing we're accomplishing in our life. So therefore, we can anticipate Mashiach, and we don't have to be worried about the fact that, yes, when Mashiach comes, we don't have the same opportunity. Yes, we can add. that. let's take advantage. We want Mashiach. We want Mashiach now, this moment. But in the meantime, if chas v'shalom, it's delayed. We want to take advantage and overcome and fight the challenges because there are unique opportunities that we have today before Mashiach comes that we will not have. It's true. We will not have um, when, Mashiach, when Mashiach comes. So we should, um, 
We should be zeicher. We should be zeicher to daven, to daven for Mashiach. We should be zeicher to help bring the Mashiach. And um, let's see. I think that's it for tonight. But we have we have a question. Hashem, next week we will start a new chapter called Olam Amidos, which is the explanation of how Midos connect with our connection um, to Hakadosh Baruch. So let's see questions. We spoke about credit for challenges and not so much credit for moving somewhere without challenges. Don't we want challenges? If we don't ask for challenges, wouldn't take those challenges away to be praiseworthy. I'm not 100% clear of the question, but just to clarify, but you can write in, I'm not being clear. To clarify, um, we, we dive in the Shemun Esrei, al tevienu lovely de Nisayim. We ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not Shemun Esrei, I'm sorry, in Berchaz HaShachar, we ask Hashem, al tevienu lovely de Nisayim, and we ask Hashem, don't bring us to a test. So there's a, a problem with that. Why we dive into Hashem that we shouldn't have a test? We're here in this world, for tests. And I would suggest the answer is as follows. The same way we ask, the same way we have a job, we have two jobs in our life. One job is not to sin. Okay, so there's not something not kosher there and you don't need it. You want to say Lashonara and you don't say it. That's one of our jobs. That may not even be our greater job. Our another job we have is to stay away from challenges. We have a job to stay away from challenges. If a certain place is going to bring us down, we're going to end up falling if we go to that place. We have an obligation to stay away. In fact, the Gemara says in, in Baba Basra, if you go to the place, even if you don't do anything wrong, you're considered a sinner just for going there, just for putting yourself in that situation. We have a job to try to avoid challenges. And that is our challenge. That's part of your challenge. You'll get reward more reward for avoiding the challenge than for going there and not doing and not doing anything wrong. In fact, again, you're not allowed to go there. So we ask HaKadosh Baruch I believe, don't bring us to sin, meaning when I have a Nisayim, when I have a test, if I should eat this or say this, Hashem, help me overcome Yitzhara and not say it. And then we ask HaKadosh Baruch don't bring me to Nisayim, meaning help me choose not to come to Nisayan. Help me choose to avoid those places of Nisayanus because that's also my job. Just like my job is to avoid Nisayan, my joy, job is to avoid places of Nisayanus, and that itself is an Nisayan, whether I'm going to avoid those places. And we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu that Hashem should give us the strength to stay away from, from Nisayan. Okay, another question. Does the first of only the tzaddikim in this world have anything to do with, with Moshe Rabbeinu's neshama. Does uh, the first verse of Mason of the first verse have anything to do with Moshe Rabbeinu's neshama was the only one that felt comfortable staying in the body when all these shall died by Mavin Sinai? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not so familiar with this idea. Um, I guess you're saying that the, the, the higher the tzaddik, the more he's ready for, for tchiyas and to, to take the body in. 
I don't know. But according to according to Ridva, it seems the the condition of getting the first Hesamesim is somebody that that awaits, that yearns, that yearns for Mashiach, that yearns for the for the Gula. Okay, Bezus Hashem, we should be Zochet to see the Gula, Meher Vyameinu. In the meantime, everyone should experience their own personal gulas, whatever challenges, whatever needs you have, you should experience a gula from that. And Bezaz Hashem, we should experience the gula for all the Klaistra with Mashiach. Thank you for joining. Have a great night. Thank you so much, Rabbi Hassan.